Hello Cryptonauts, today we are reporting on October 27, 2020. On today's episode of Cryptocurrency Chat, we're going to talk about the top 10 daily stats as well as your crypto news of the day. I'm your host, Blockchain John. Alright, Cryptonauts, first reminder, we do have a Discord channel available for cryptocurrency chat in which I will leave a link in the description below. If you're interested in collaborating or donating to my podcast, you can reach out to me through the Discord app or through the Anchor app. With that said, let's get started with your top 10. What are we doing today? Top 10 recently added added coins for whatever it's worth. Starting off with, let's see, what is that? Trabzonsor fan token. Trabzonsor fan token. Price at $1.07. Okay. Second place, we have Team Heretics fan token at $1.61. Well, actually, let me give you... Well, they don't even have a market cap. That's how horrible these things are. They've only been created less than a day ago. Uh, let's see. Number three, Club Atletico Independiente fan token settling at $0.69. Cents with a no market cap created less than a day ago fourth place wrapped bind uh, settling at two cents with no market cap created one day ago fifth place apollon limasol fan token settling at two dollars and ten cents with no market cap settling at uh, created one day ago let's see sixth place we have combo Settling at two cents with no mark caps created one day ago. Seventh place, scene settling at 67 cents with a market cap of $338,697 created one day ago. Number seven, papyrus settling at 0.0425 cent with no mark caps created two days ago. Ninth place, Hard Protocol, settling at $0.69 cents with no mark cap, created two days ago. Number 10, Latisse Token, settling at $0.16 cents with no mark cap, created two days ago. And that is your top 10 recently added coins. <sighs> Alright, your overall total mark cap is at three, 400, four, wow, 439 billion dollars down by 3.4 percent all right let's get started with your crypto news of the day all right cryptonauts next reminder we are using decrypt.co to get our daily news as well as coingecko.com to get our daily stats don't forget to collect your daily candy with that said, first news coming in from Matt UC. Bitcoin dodges bear market as U.S. stocks plummet. Uh, the week started off with a bang as stock shares and altcoins suffered significant losses, but Bitcoin weathered the storm surprisingly well. The majority of projects in the top 20 cryptocurrencies by market cap dropped. Ethereum lost 2.95%, XRP 2.42%, Bitcoin Cash 3.33%, and Chainlink 4.71%. 
Bitcoin gained 0.52%, continuing its week-long run that's seen the price of BTC grow 11.41%. As Decrypt reported earlier this month, Fidelity Digital Asset, the cryptocurrency focused armed of Fidelity, concluded that Bitcoin could be a useful resource for risk diversification precisely because it is not correlated with any other financial instrument. The subsequent boom in investment in BTC has been called the MicroStrategy Effect in reference to the business intelligence company for company's $425 million investment in Bitcoin as a way of hedging against cash depreciation. Another reason investors are so excited about Bitcoin's potential is its low fee. As it well proved yesterday, in back-to-back transactions, 45,671 Bitcoin worth $602 million and 43,185 Bitcoin worth $570 million left a Zappo account other wallets. Sounds like crypto dog is out there barking. Woof woof. Well, only when I do the podcast. I don't get it. I don't get it. I can be out there washing my car. I can be out there running. I don't hear him bark. But he must be a fan. He that dog must be a fan of the cryptocurrency chat podcast. I, I should probably interview that dog. <laughs> and next news written by Scott Chaplina. Toyota Systems exploring digital currencies and blockchain. Toyota Systems, a wholly owned subsidiary of Toyota Motors, is experimenting with a digital currency solutions provided by Japanese crypto exchange uh, Decurrent. Decurrent is one of the biggest names in Japanese crypto, reportedly hosting a digital currency study group with Japan's central bank in June 2020. The company, which focuses on IT, is primarily interested in experimenting with automated payments using a white label digital currency for the uh, for 2,500 members of staff, the payments made are made are for welfare benefits, and employees have the option of exchanging these payments for welfare points or gifts. However, the digital currency is not currently able to be exchanged for yen. Uh, going forward, Toyota Systems reportedly intends to branch out the use case for digital currencies to business transactions and supply chain management. Supply chain on and blockchain. More generally, supply chains are becoming increasingly linked with blockchain technology across multiple industries. Earlier this month, it was reported that the U.S. Air Force is buying crypto-related data from Chainalysis, a well-known blockchain analytics company. All right, next news. <clears throat> Written by Liam Frost. Andreas Wanested brings his oddly satisfying 3D art to Maker's Place. Andreas Wannerstrand, a Swedish 3D artist famous for his series of oddly oddly satisfying abstract video loops, will soon put up his hypnotic creations on blockchain-based crypto art platform Makersplace. Wannerstrand blockchain debut will consist of a series of four-shot animated loops called Coexistence and will be put up for sale in the form of a non-fungible token. On market's place on October 29th. This is a digital exploration of physics movements and predictability focusing on interactions between shapes and space. It showcases a harmonious coexistence between two different motion patterns captured in a hypnotizing infinite dance. A good design is characterized by the fact that forms and function always coexist. One is followed by the other. 
water strats explained. Okay, next news. Read by David Jones. Fireblocks hits $150 billion milestone plots European expansion. Fireblocks, an enterprise-grade digital asset platform, announced plans to expand its European operations into two key markets and said that more than $150 billion in digital assets from institutional customers including, including banks, trading desks, hedge funds, and other players have been transferred on its platform. The company will launch new operations in France and Germany, expanding beyond its London-based UK operations where it currently leads its European business. The move, coming just weeks after EU policymakers announced a series of initiatives to spur innovations in the digital asset space, reflects a wave of increased demands by the type of institutional commerce fireblocks cater to, such as PayPal. The European Commission's the European Union's executive branch announced plans in the late September to develop a set of rules that will help grow in emerging cryptocurrency and payment business, including the creation of a blockchain-focused regulatory sandbox. Quote, While this type of regulation will no doubt increase the incremental operations cost of doing business in the EU, EU for Fireblocks and, other, and others, we are already seeing the power of such framework to actually create opportunities to drive innovation. Jason Allegrant, the company's newly named Head Regulatory Council and Global Chief Compliance Officer, told Decrypt. Okay, next news. Written by Jeff Benson. Open Zeppelin ships tool to defend against Ethereum DeFi risk. A scrutiny audit firm Open Zeppelin ha- has released free software for automating DeFi operations on the Ethereum blockchain. Defenders, which Open Zeppelin says is already being used by Aave, Compound Labs, DYDX, and Balancer, allows teams to build applications on top of self-managed secure transactions infrastructure, privately relayers, as well as automated smart contracts in minutes rather than months. The whole idea, Open Zeppelin said, is to bypass the need to recreate the wheel with every decentralized finance project when teams build their own tools or cobble together coexisting code they also create the potential for risk especially if they're moving fast to get the product to market according to open zeppelin ceo damien brent brenner defender is the first platform to provide to provide one easy place for teams to automate all of their smart contracts operations with built-in securities best practices it's not unheard of for Ethereum-based decentralized finance applications, which brings traditional banking services like lending and saving interest without a financial institution as a centralized intermediary to get caught out of to get caught out by unaudited smart contracts. Yam Finance, an experimental protocol which at one point had about $400 million worth of tokens locked into it, imploded after a a bug was found in its smart contracts, necessitating a whole new version. The total value locked in DeFi protocols is currently north of $11 billion according to DeFi Pulse. Okay, next news. Written by Scott Chablina. Large tech clients use uses JP Morgan's JPM coin for the first time. JP Morgan is using its digital currency JPM coin for the first time commercially this week. It is being used by a large technology client to send payments globally according to Takis what is that? George Georgia Capo, Georgia Capulus, the firm's global head of wholesale payments. The large technology client was not named, although more clients are, are reportedly being onboarded, 
these developments have given the international banks confidence that the future lies in blockchain technology. To that end, the firm has launched Onyx, an umbrella organization for the international giant's blockchain and digital currency initiatives. With over 100 employees, it's described by Jamie, uh, Jamie Diamond, Diamond uh, chairman and CEO of the bank as being the first, the forefront of the major shift in the financial services industry. Diamond added that this reflects JP Morgan's commitment to innovation as we continue to build cutting-edge technology that delivers a better, faster, and more inclusive financial system. What is JPM Coin? JPM Coin is a stablecoin that represents U.S. dollars held in the bank accounts. In other words, the value is tied to that of the U.S. dollar. It was created by it was created and tested by the bank in February 2019, and is described by Omar Farouk, head of the digital tre- treasury service and blockchain as a coin designed to make instantaneous payments using blockchain technology. Awesome. Alright, next news. Written by Adriana Hmatcher. 22 Bitcoin friendly banking branches to open in India. India banking services provider the United Multi-State Credit Cooperative Society today announced plans to offer cryptocurrency services in 22 of its branches. The joint venture with crypto banking platform Kasha means that for the first time the society's customers will be able to walk into a branch to buy and sell Bitcoin and a host of other cryptocurrencies or to take out a loan against their holdings. We are the first regulated financial institution in the world with physical branches where users can access crypto products, said Danish Kukreja, the co-op banking managing director and CEO of New Ventures, Unicas. Cooperative banks and societies play a key role in India's economy, particularly in rural areas where they serve small industries and workers. They are regulated under India's Cooperative Society Act 1912 rather than by banking regulations. Unicas will launch operations in December 2020 according to the announcement and rapid expansion to over 100 branches is planned by 2022. The service will be offered in 22 crypto lounges in Delhi, Garant, and Rajasthan. States with a population of 150 million. Wow. Wow. So just you can't stop Bitcoin. You you can't stop crypto. You just can't stop blockchain. You can't stop blockchain. Awesome. That's so awesome. It's a beautiful. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. Next news, read by Adriana Matcher. Asia Banks DBS walks back Bitcoin trading announcement. Update. Okay, DBS, the largest bank in Southeast Southeast Asia, by way of assets, has published and then removed an announcement that it launched a fiat to crypto exchange for Bitcoin, Ethereum, and XRP. The hastily deleted announcement revealed that DBS Digital Digital Exchange is backed by the Singapore-based uh, commercial and retail bank by the Monetary Authority of Singapore. According to the announcement, the exchange will not hold any cryptocurrencies. Quote. Unlike most digital exchanges today, DBS Digital Currency Exchange does not hold any digital assets. Instead, all digital assets are kept at DBS Bank, which is globally recognized for its custodial services. The bank has deployed an institutional-grade custody solutions, DBS, digital currencies to safeguard customers' assets, said the announcement. Okay, next news. Written by Scott Chaplina. How to use a Bitcoin ATM machine. 
Bitcoin ATMs are proliferating around the world, particularly in North America, where according to Statista, the overwhelming majority are located. Bitcoin ATMs behave much like regular ATMs. They can be used to buy and in some cases sell Bitcoin. Some ATMs enable you to buy other cryptocurrencies such as Ethereum and Bitcoin Cash. But for our guide, we'll be sticking with the granddaddy of cryptocurrencies. For the most part, the inst instructions are the same across all cryptocurrencies ATM. Why use a Bitcoin ATM? Bitcoin ATMs provide a quick, easy way to buy and sell small amounts of Bitcoin. When the first Bitcoin ATMs launched, they enabled users to buy Bitcoin anonymously. In the intervening years, regula regulators have intervened to ensure compliance with anti-money laundering laws, enforcing OU customer requirements. For example, the, in the United States, Bitcoin ATMs are regulated by the Department of Treasury Financial Crime Enforcement Networks, or FinCEN. However, for small purchase, Bitcoin uh, ATMs still usually enable BTC purchases to be made without requiring KYC. Even for large purchases within their limits, KYC requirements are general, generally limited to scanning an ID document. Okay. How to buy Bitcoin, Bitcoin with a Bitcoin ATM? First, uh, you'll need to find a Bitcoin ATM using one of the various websites and the apps provided by the maps or listed list of Bitcoin ATMs around the world. Once you've tracked down a Bitcoin ATM, interacting with it is fairly simple, unsurprisingly, since they're designed to mimic the user's experience of a regular ATM. One thing you will need is a Bitcoin address. There are many options for acquiring one, including software wallets or hardware wallets. If you don't have a wallet, don't worry, many Bitcoin ATMs can generate a brand new paper wallet for you. A word of warning though, keep your paper wallet safe as Anyone who gets access to the private keys written on it will have access to your Bitcoin. To be extra safe, some software wallets allow you to import your paper wallet. Jack's offered this solution in a blog post. If you already have a Bitcoin wallet, you can tell the Bitcoin ATM where to send your funds by scanning a QR code that will be available in your mobile phone. To buy Bitcoin using a Bitcoin ATM, you usually need to enter your phone number to, re to receive a verification code by SMS. Once you've entered this, you simply need to scan the QR code of the wallet you'd like to receive your Bitcoin. Using the ATM's scanner, uh, you can also double check the, the receiving address at this point. Okay, How to sell your Bitcoin at an ATM? Selling Bitcoin using ATM, a Bitcoin ATM is a simple process. Once you've navigated through the option menus to sell Bitcoin, you need to enter your phone number and depending on the amount you want to withdraw, you can scan your ID for KYC. Select the amount of Bitcoin you'd like to sell and the ATM should present you with a QR code on a paper ticket. You'll need to, you'll need to scan the QR code using your Bitcoin wallet in order to send Bitcoin to the address in question. This should pre-populate with the value you've selected the ATM, but do double check to make sure that the amount is accurate. Okay, they need to send it. Whatever. Okay, next news. Jeez, that took forever. Next news, written by Jose Antonio Lance. We're not even halfway yet. We still got so much news to go. Bitcoin booms to fresh 2020 price highs, $13,700, and rising. There's never been a better time to be a Bitcoin holder this year. The price of Bitcoin has hit a fresh 2020 high of $13,700. Uh, this after a dip earlier this week and a seemingly never stock market tested the strength uh, 
by those hands yesterday. For example, the Dow Jones sunk by 2.3%, but Bitcoin held steady at around $13,000, has it briefly dropping to $12,785. Today, the crypto asset is up 6%. At the moment, Bitcoin is trading for a yearly high of just over $13,700 per data from Masari. The last time Bitcoin investors saw a BTC price that high was June 20, 27, 2019, and before that, January 2018. Okay, next news. Written by Robert Stevens. Coronavirus has been good for Bitcoin. Grayscale Investors Study. Grayscale, the world's largest crypto asset manager, today published a survey that shows America's Bitcoin investors are more interested in Bitcoin than last year, in part spurred by coronavirus pandemic. The survey, which summarizes the views of 1,000 American investors between the age of 25 and 65, showed that the average Bitcoin investor is college-educated, male, and employed. And on the other side, not surprised, uh, not no surprises there. That said, the survey only counted those with household incomes above $50,000. <clears> Further, investors interested in Bitcoin are also more, more likely to be actively seeking new investment opportunities described their risk tolerance as aggressive hold investment accounts for, with multiple firms and avidly consume financial news found grayscale. Again, all things that should shock absolutely no one, but here the wrinkle. But here's the wrinkle. There's increasingly interest in Bitcoin among these aggressive male gainfully employed risk takers. Grayscale conducted a similar survey last year. This year, Bitcoin this year 9% more responded Respondents say that they are familiar with Bitcoin, 62% compared to 53%, and that interest is on the up in 2020. 55% of respondents showed an interest in Bitcoin compared to 36% last year. Okay, next news. Hold on, we gotta take a sip. We gotta take some drink. Here we go. Feeling parched. Okay. Next news ran by Robert Stevens. Engineering error led to $34 million DeFi hack, Harvest Finance says. Harvest Finance, the decentralized finance robo-advisor that fell prey to a $34 million flash loan attack, is sorry for the engineering error, committed to change, and kindly requested that the thief return the stolen money in a, in a blog post yesterday. Harvest Finance described how the attacker stole USDC and USDT reserves from the vaults into which Harvest investors had locked. It also updated the total amount stolen, which was previously thought to be closer to $24 million. The attacker issued themselves a flash loan that allowed them to temporarily manipulate the value of Harvest Finance's reserves held in curve. Another DeFi protocol, the flash loan, drove down the price of USDT and USDC on Harvest, allowing the attackers to buy these tokens for a far less than their worth. This allowed them to pay back the flash loans and make a profit on the side. The attack, uh, the attack caused the price of Harvest tokens farm to plummet. It fell from $242 on Sunday to $100 today, according to data from Coin Market Cap. We made an engineering mistake. We oh. <laughs> We own up to it," said the Harvest team in the blog post today. Well, good luck. Next news, written by David Jones. IDEO Collab unleashes 21 million dollars early stage crypto fund. 
IDEO Colab Ventures, which has been investing in blockchain firms since 2018, has announced a $21 million fund specifically for early stage crypto firms. So far, the fund has invested in and helped incubate more than 30 crypto and blockchain startups. IDEO Colab Ventures is backed by design company IDEO as well as GS Group, Hashna Asset Management, Finicia International, and Avanta Ventures, the venture capital arm of CSAA Insurance Group executive from Coin, Coinbase, Twitter, and Fortress have also signed on. Our deep capabilities in design, product development, and blockchain technologies enable us to attract world-class entrepreneurs and startups from around the world. Ian Lee, Managing Director of IDEO Colab Ventures, said an announcement. Okay, next news. Written by Robert Stevens, regulator who said Ethereum likely not to not a security to leave SEC. <clears throat> William H. Hinman, one of the most influential figures in crypto, is set to leave the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission by the end of the year. The agency announced today. Hinman assumed the position of director of the SEC's Division and Corporation Finance in May 2017. His legacy for the digital asset industry is a framework that crypto companies could use to determine whether or not cryptocurrencies constituted securities. However, many continue to criticize the SEC for its lack of regulatory clarity. Securities are investments, investment contracts, and anyone selling them has to first register with the SEC. To get around the red tape, many cryptocurrency companies claimed that their token sales did not constitute security sales. The SEC shut a lot of those sales down. To help crypto companies cut through the thick weeds planted by regulators decades ago, Hinman created the Strategic Hub for Innovation and Fintech Technologies. This said the SEC in an announcement today assisted market participants as they analyzed whether a digital asset is offered and sold as a security as a, as a security subject to the federal securities laws. Hinman also popularized the the popularized the turn of phase sufficiently decentralized, which refers to the degree to which cryptocurrency companies had to be decentralized to avoid the wrath of the SEC. Okay, cool. Next news. Written by Alexander Beckrens. Serum swipes at Ethereum DeFi with Solana-powered swap. DeFi users have a new option for swapping between crypto tokens if they're willing to take a leap away from Ethereum onto Solana blockchain. Swap, a new decentralized exchange market, launched today on Serum, a DeFi platform developed to run on the Solana blockchain. Serum was developed by FTX Exchange CEO Sam Bankman-Fried and uses the Solana blockchain to achieve faster transaction speeds and lower transaction costs compared to blockchains like Ethereum, which currently hosts the vast majority of DeFi protocols. To jumpstart the DEX, SOP will give liquidity providers additional rewards in the form of airdropped Serum tokens distributed through November 25th. Serum tokens are used to pay transaction fees on exchanges powered by Serum infrastructure. The launch is part of Solana's ongoing DeFi play. Earlier this month, it shipped Wormhole, a Solana to Ethereum bridge, in a bid to get DeFi products to take advantage of its nascent blockchain. Last week, it became the third blockchain to add the USDC stablecoin, which its co-founder and Anatoly Yakovenko 
sees as the lifeboat of DeFi ecosystem. That move puts Solana, Serum, and USDC issuers circles business interest in alignment. DeFi, short for decentralized finance, uses automated code known as smart contracts to issue loans, provided interest on depositors, deposits, or do other bank-like functions without the bank. Instead, DeFi applications leverage the computing power of decentralized blockchain networks with the vast majority running on the Ethereum blockchain. Okay, I'm done with that news. Alright, next news. Written by Jeff Benson. KPMG Coinmetrics partner to grow institutional crypto adoption. KPMG, one of the big four accounting firms along with Deloitte, EY, and PwC has announced a strategic alliance with crypto market data firm Coinmetrics. The company sees the partnership as a way to support growth in institutional adoptions of crypto assets and public blockchain. The announcement comes at a time when financial institutions' need for accounting and auditing services is growing, as evidenced by PayPal's announcements that it would soon allow users to buy and sell cryptocurrencies. Uh, the alliance centers around three products, Atlas and Farnum from Coinmetrics and Chainfusions from KPMG. Farnum is a risk management tool for monitoring not only the potential attacks on blockchain networks but also fee volatility and unusual events. It pulls data from, from nodes, mining pools, and other sources. Atlas is a blockchain searching tool for auditing transactions on popular blockchains. One of the keys, key utilities is determining the value of assets for reporting capital gains or losses on taxes, something KPMG's global tax accounting team would, be, would value. Both products will integrate with Chainfusion, KPMG's digital asset suite, for helping fintech firms and financial service companies navigate everything from anti-money laundering regulations to financial risk. According to Sal Ternulo, the co-lead of KPMG co- co- uh, Crypto Asset Services, the integration of Coinmetrics, Atlas, and Firearm Products, and KPMG Chain Fusion provides a trusted foundations for adoptions of digital assets. Firearm represents a significant step forward for custodians and exchanges who are ex- exposed to often unmonitored blockchain networks risk that may impact their businesses. Alright, next news. Written by Jeff Benson. Hackers attack Trump website. Ask for Monero. For half an hour today, potential supporters of President Trump were unable to access his campaign website. They were, however, able to send Monero to the hackers responsible for attacking DonaldJTrump.com. The hacker used their 30 minutes of fame to post a notice stating, This site was sieged, and the word has <laughs> has had enough of fake news spread daily by President Donald J. Trump, complete with replica seals of the Department of Justice and FBI. It was perhaps the most grammatically challenging disinformation campaign so far in the 2020 election, not counting the chain email your Uncle Charlie sent you. The hackers proclaimed that they had gained access to compromised devices, which revealed strictly classified information providing that the Trump-gov is involved in the origins of the coronavirus. Bombshell. <laughs> Not only that, Trump also apparently had criminal 
criminal involvement and cooperations with foreign actors manipulating the 2020 elections. Double bombshell. <laughs> All right. Uh, the hackers then asked readers to vote on whether the data should be shared by sending Monero privacy coin, uh, often used by hackers, to a yes or no address. Don't worry. The don't worry, says the hackers. After the de deadline, we will compare the funds and execute the will of the world. <laughs> In both cases, we will inform you. A Trump campaign spokesperson denied that any sensitive data had been taken from the website, which is now back to normal. Though the cryptocurrency scams like this are fairly common, today's hack is unnerving given that the 2020 U.S. presidential election is just one week away and national intelligence agencies are on high alert for potential disinformation campaigns from foreign actors. <sighs> That's it, Cryptonauts. That is it. That was a good way to end it. That's a good way to end it. That was, that, that was actually kind of funny, to be honest. Um, Cryptonauts. I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. From all around the world, I want to truly thank you for listening to my podcast. Um, it does mean a lot to me that I continuously get regular listeners uh, on my podcast. My listenership is continuously growing. Uh, the Discord is continuously growing. Um, and it's it's all it's all for you. This is something I do as, as a hobby, and it's fun. I find it fun. I find talking to people about cryptocurrency is it's really enjoyable. So if you, if you want to chit-chat, uh, reach out to me on Discord and watch it out there um, and possibly get get a few of you on the podcast. So with that said, uh, I'll catch you all on the next one. Adios.